Oh, man. There you are. You wake up. You're tired. You're thinking to yourself, Ugh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And then guess what? You do it anyway. Let's talk about it. All right. Hey, what's happening? You know what? I'm looking around. I'm thinking to myself, holy crap. What the hell happened to the world, right? Here we are, we're waking up every day. I had a conversation with my son, and, and we had this conversation about struggling. And, and you know, he brings something to light. Every, everyone is struggling. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are or where you are. And then what's funny about that is we have these ideas in our head that, that if, we had, if we just had more money, that, that's not the problem. The problem is we don't know how to manage the money we have. And more than that, our choices, our ability to make choices are severely crippled simply by the fact that we don't know the fact from fiction. I mean, come on, think about it. How many, how many attacks on your, on your ideas are, do you receive every day? How many times does some, somebody intrude on your thinking with some suggestion that if you only had this or you only had that, your life would be so much friggin' better? right? And of course, the presentation, and and I even do this to a degree, but the presentation is that we're living these amazing lives. Let me just clarify for you. The things I'm working for are beyond what most people work for. And with that comes the possibility of big rewards. But the truth is, I'm not, I'm not having any fun all the time. I'm not having, I'm not having a blast every second of every day. Just like you, I wake up and I go, crap, what do I have to do now? Trying to sell the RV, a point of stress for me, right? I don't want to leave this thing sitting because when you leave them sitting, they deteriorate. It's really a nice unit. Uh, you know, I like, the, I like the rig. I want to see it go to someone. And of course, that's a point of stress for me. And, and you face the same stress. The question is, what are you getting for all of that effort and all of that burden that you carry? In my case, the burden of transitioning from an RV into a house gave me the opportunity to do all the things we've done over the past seven years. The burden of getting this RV ready to sell and facing the reality of everything I do, it improves and elevates the opportunities I have in front of me. I mean, let's face it, you know how to bust your ass. You know how to work hard. And even when you don't want to, even when you're sitting there and you're scratching your head and you're looking at the mountains of debt you're in and how long it's going to be before you can retire if you can ever retire you shrug your shoulders and you say what the hell and you do it anyway there is no doubt about it you know how to get shit done even when you don't like doing the things you're doing let's talk about how you can start picking some stuff start going after some stuff that when you are struggling at least you can look up at your prize and say yeah that's worth it You know, I, I've given you the impression that I'm living this euphoric life. The truth is I'm not. I struggle every day just like you do. It's the reward I get for my struggle. It's the reward Sandin I get for the struggle to do all of the things we've done that makes the difference. In other words, effort in, value out, right? So let me, let me simplify this for you. Let's talk about this from the perspective of push-ups. Let's imagine for a second that I said to you, hey, listen, dude, I'll tell you what. I'm going to give you four hours to do... 500 push-ups. If you do 500 push-ups, I'm going to pay you a buck. How motivated would you be to do 500 push-ups? Probably not. You'd be like, ah, screw that. I got too many other things to do, right? Well, if I changed that that offer, if I added that off, added that offer another $1,000. So now you get $1,001 for 500 push-ups if you get them done in four hours. 
how difficult would it be for you to go ahead and accept that challenge? Most people would probably readily accept it. I mean, it's not unreasonable that you couldn't do 500 push-ups in, in four hours. I, I think most people could probably get that done. What's the difference between the first offer and the second offer? In the first offer, there was no value there. There wasn't enough value to justify the effort, right? In the second offer, I said, I'll give you $1,001. All of a sudden, those 500 push-ups don't seem like shit. You're going to go ahead, even if you don't know how to do push-ups or you can't do that many, you're going you're gonna to try that anyway. You're going to go for it, right? Now, keep that same perspective in mind and compare it to your life and the effort that you're putting in right now. You work every day. You show up every day and you do all those things you have to do. And if you're honest with yourself, it's not unicorns and lollipops. You wake up and you're like, ah, another day, right? The question is, what are you getting for it? What are you getting for the fact that you wake up and you face this long list of obligations that don't truly inspire you, but you do them anyway? What are you getting for that? Here's the deal. You will always struggle. I will continue to struggle. I will continue to try and climb that mountain towards that next destination, be it a podcast or a book or selling the RV and moving into a condo resort community, traveling across the country. You, there is a obligation for every choice we make. How would you like to be able to improve the benefit or the value that you receive for all of the crap you do anyway? You're not sitting around drinking umbrella drinks. You get up early, you get to bed late, you're tired. You try and make do. There's always something that needs to be done, some unexpected issue that you face. The only thing that changes in all of this is what you get for it, the reward. Taking it back to Sandy and I, it sucked. Getting rid of the house sucked. Looking at all of our stuff disappear and moving into a fifth wheel, you, you can't believe the amount of uneasiness and uncertainty that came with that decision. And we, we work through it. We push through it because that's what you do. You, you pick those challenges and then you go down that path. And once you're in the game, you're in the game till the end. What a lot of us fail to equate that to is that you're involved in the same exact thing. You're getting up every day so you can earn money, so you can pay for the choices you've made, the house and the car and all this stuff. And it's not even a judgment of whether you made those choices versus the choices that Sandy and I made. The question is, are you drawing the value from those choices that you should? Are you getting the maximum benefit from the effort that you're putting in? Kind of like back to that push-up thing. 500 push-ups for a dollar? No. 500 push-ups for $1,001? Ah. Let's talk about how you can actually change that strategy. Not so much in how you do things, because you're going to continue to work hard. That's what we do. We are geared towards struggle. We are geared towards achieving goals. If you're like most people, where we lack the skill set is being able to separate ourselves from the stories we've been told just long enough to do a true evaluation of the real benefit of the choices we're making. You will work from now until the time you die. You will face struggle from now until the time you die. The only thing that really matters in that is if you're going to struggle, my question to you is why wouldn't you struggle for something worth going after, something worth saying, hell yeah, when you finally get there? 
Because no matter what the goal is, either a great goal or just an average, mediocre, living the American dream life, all that crap that you face every day, you're going to do it anyway. I'd like to bring this conversation back around to the, down to the story where the where you're sitting around. It's Thursday night, and you get a call from your old college buddy, and he says, "Hey, hey, Chris, guess what? Hey, we're going snowboarding, and we're going to be in Colorado. We're going to come in. We're coming in tonight to DIA, and if you want, you can jump in with us on Friday. We can go snowboarding all weekend, right? What do you think?" And of course, there you go. You've got you've got a long list of things to think about because all of a sudden that's unexpected. You don't even know where your snowboard is. Maybe you don't know where your bindings are if your skis, whatever that story is. But have you ever noticed when those opportunities arrive, how quickly you become energized towards that? Right? How easy it is to go ahead and dig around in the garage and fight for it. And by the time you get to Friday morning, you've got all your crap ready to go. Stayed up late. Thursday night, waxing your board, and you're you're shaking the spiders out of your out of your snowboarding helmet and cleaning your goggles up, doing all that crap. Have you ever noticed how easy it is for you to go through all of that struggle to get to where you want to be to achieve that goal of going snowboarding with your buddies? That grind is the same, right? You're over there digging through boxes trying to find your gloves. Have you seen my glove? Ah, right. It's the same grind. It's just for a different outcome and there's in lies the answer the issue that we seem to be overlooking you're not you're not over there complaining because you have to go snowboarding and you have to wax your board and you have to shake the spiders out of your snowboarding helmet you know you're not complaining because you have to dig through all kinds of crap to find your insulated socks and and all of that right or your snow boots right you're not you're not complaining about that you're grinding it you're going through it you're doing it anyway because there's value, there's true value and, and the outcome. You value the goal. Believe me, it doesn't matter to me what your life looks like. It's not my business. My question to you is, is it really that valuable to you for you to go through all of the effort you're going through in order for you to achieve that goal? And let's face it, there is nothing that requires more endurance than the American dream. You're not, you're not planning. It's not like a four-year degree. Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get my, I'm going to do the American dream in four years. Everything will be paid off. I will have achieved my goal and then I can move on to some other things. No. Let's talk about what we get for all of the effort we're putting in, about the true benefit of what we're getting, because I think that's where we're kind of dropping the ball. I mean, you're going to wake up regardless of what impact this conversation has on you. You're going to continue to wake up and you're going to continue to do a bunch of things that aren't really that enjoyable. But you do them because they take you to a specific destination. The question is, how great is it? Let's go ahead and jump into the reality of this, because this is where we get all all defensive about our, our perfect choices, like who is he to tell me about my life and about I got to own a house and all that just because he lives in an RV. I think he's kind of crazy anyway, but let's just face it. What, what amazing thing are you working toward? You're working to be 65, 68 years old so you can retire and maybe you won't have any debt. Maybe you'll be completely out of debt. Are you working to, um, so that you just, you can't believe it, like this week, it's Thursday? Can't wait till Saturday because it's it's getting to be spring and you get to blow out the sprinkler system? Oh my God, I can't wait. 
You feel that same energy that you feel when your buddy calls and says, hey, dude, I know it's short notice, but you want to go snowboarding? Hey, dude, I know it's short notice, but you want to meet me down at the pub for a beer? If you feel that way, keep rolling, man. I'm not the one to change your mind. But where we get into trouble is because we make choices, and then what happens with the American dream, sorry, the American dream, that process by which we become completely indebted to the point that we have cho- the only choice we have are limited to things within our current existence. You're not changing anything major about your life as a result of the decision to follow the American dream. The truth is, it's come on, it's not that great. Yeah, sure, you you, know, you have the house and, and you're just like everyone else, but you're working your butt off for it. And the, the reality is this, and this is where it really gets me. The reality is this. This isn't some short-term thing, right? This isn't like, well, you know, yeah, we're going to be on the road for seven years and then and then we're going to spend six months trying to get rid of the RV or whatever it is and then we're going to head out. No, you're talking a lifetime choice. And what's funny is most of us jump into that choice in our early 20s, long before our frontal lobe is even developed. We're, we're thinking about buying houses and getting married and having kids before our frontal lobe is even developed to the point we have true cognitive skills. You think that's, think that's by accident? Hmm, maybe it is. I might think that if it wasn't for the barrage of, of great TV shows talking about how amazing it is to jump into the dream, Right. And you know what I'm talking, HGTV, it's all over the place. Everything you see is telling you how happy and successful you're going to be as soon as you own that house. And that, of course, was demonstrated during the pandemic when people were paying sight unseen prices that had never been seen before in the market. Oh my, got to have that house. I'm willing to work my ass off. I'm willing to struggle for the next 30 years so that I can, at the end of it, say, oh, it's paid off. Oh, good. Oh, wow. Oh, good for you. What a celebration that is. And there's the other dynamic that's associated with these these choices we make. The, the reason that we just go out there and we grind every day. And that is the fact that for most of us, no matter what we have, there's always something else we want. And while some people say, well, you know, that's just the way life is. But my perception of it is a little different than that. I, I have the things in my life that I, that I want. And believe it or not, there's there are not too many material things that I'm actually kind of focusing on. I we can go into Cabela's and I don't come out of there with a gun, two barbecue grills, and all kinds of crap. I can, and the difference is is because everything that I have is connected to who I am. I understand why I have those things I do. If you're running around and you're still wanting stuff, that's, I mean, and amid the fact that you got a garage full of stuff, you have a closet's full of clothes and you have shoes and you're still out there running around hunting and gathering all of this crap, maybe it's because all of the stuff you're choosing isn't exactly what you want. It doesn't fit the bill. And what's sad about that is, guess what? You're still going to get up tomorrow and go to work. You're still going to work for the next 30 years despite having a garage full of crap you had to have but really didn't need, really didn't want, but it was only after you paid for it. The reality is this. In the end, you're going to fight for it. You're going to struggle. You're going to wake up tired. You're going to wish you could escape it. You're going to not want to do it, and then you're going to do it anyway. What are you getting for that? What are you harvesting from all of that effort, from all of those things that you do every day, you have to do every day in order to achieve that goal? 
Is the goal big enough? Does the goal satisfy who you are and what you truly see for yourself as far as how your life is going to go and where you're headed with it? I don't know about you, but I've looked at the American dream. I've looked at the idea of buying a big-ass house and spending my life in debt and then struggling. I did it all, right? And I found something out. It's not that exciting. It's not that impressive. No one drives by your house and goes, wow, look at you. You are such a, you're, you're like a, you're like, you're like so different than everybody else. You're just rocking your world. I wish I could figure that out. No, the truth is you're exactly like everyone else. And the reason no one's impressed with you is because they're actually doing the same exact thing. My point here is you're going to wake up every day and you're going to grind it out. The question is, why do we pick such mediocre objectives? And more than that, why do we pick such mediocre objectives that don't provide any inspiration, any excitement, any energy to our lives? Tell me what you want, but the fact that you're swimming in debt and you're going to go grind it out for the next 30 years isn't because you're waking up all energized about your life. Because if that were true, everybody in the world who chose a similar life would be walking around smiling. Is that what you're seeing? No, I don't think so. How do you change it? Let's talk about that. I don't know if you've seen it, but on social media and anything associated with, like, especially the political environment, people are posting things about, well, don't drink the Kool-Aid. Basically, they're saying, well, you know, I'm not like you because I don't I don't believe the crap that you're believing. And if you'd stop believing that crap, that poison, you'd see things my way. What's ironic about that is that same person, they're they're chugging the Kool-Aid. You know, the the story about happiness and success. I mean, I don't know. I keep looking around. I'm thinking to myself, when are we when are we going to figure it out? No one gives a shit about you and your house. No one cares. It's not that impressive of an ordeal. And more than that, everyone knows what you're getting for it. You're getting long days and a lifetime of effort and work with with a couple vacations here and there. And and you're certainly not going to be a millionaire because of it. And that guy that posted the don't drink the Kool-Aid post on social media about politics What's ironic about it, he doesn't realize he's drinking the Kool-Aid when it comes to the American dream. Because, let's face it, the American dream is about debt. It's about entrapping you in a lifestyle to where your choices are limited to, well, kind of like what you're going to do today, what you will do tomorrow, what you will do next month and next year. And, of course, that's so unacceptable to hear from people who don't have any choices right if you're the average american guess what you're probably not one to hear this because it doesn't fit you know what are you talking about i love my life well of course you do you've adapted to it you've accepted it kind of in the same way as inmates in federal prison right you know you'd think they'd be walking around all pissed off wanting to punch guards out and fighting all the time no they don't once they realize that they are where they are and they can't change it the first thing they do is they accept it and then they adapt to it and pretty soon they become good inmates and they follow the rules not only that the guards place for them that the that the staff enforce on them but also their own rules you know within their little gangs and their cliques and and pretty soon you'll see them yucking it up if you really if you're really honest with yourself that's exactly the same scenario that most people are in you 
you have the debt and you know you have to work and it doesn't even matter whether you enjoy the work. The opportunity to change it is limited because you just don't have the resources. Your time is consumed, your finances are consumed, and your energy is consumed. And more than that, the fact that we accept that this is the best we can do at 35 years old. Oh, yeah, we got the house, the car, the kids, the debt. Yeah, we're good. 35 years old. Can't wait till I'm 60 and retire. Got 30 years of opportunities to do all kinds of things that elevate the quality of your life, that give you more than what you're getting now back. And the plan is to just sit still and grind it out. The question is, why? And the truth is, because that's what we believe. We, we don't have any other plan for our life. There's, there's no other way. I mean, by the time we're 20, we're thinking about the same strategy as everyone around us because it's it's obviously it's got to be a good idea everybody's doing it i mean you know right i mean how can a mortgage be a bad thing if everybody has mortgages how can debt be a bad thing when everyone you know is swimming in debt the big contradiction right and there you are and of course then there's the other side of it which started this whole conversation there you are grinding it out and you're signing a contract for 30 years to grind it out and what do you get for that oh you get equity the house is the best investment really so when you retire you're going to have more money than you'll ever be able to spend no that's not the case either huh Something's wrong here. I'm not kind of picking up the equation because we own this idea that we can't seem to relinquish for any other better idea, like maybe just avoiding the debt and, and trying to figure out who you are and what would really inspire you, maybe discovering something that you haven't actually explored yet that might be a little better than showing up at 65 or 68 years old abdomen all distended can barely get around your knees are bad you're 40 pounds overweight and you don't have the energy to get up and change the tv that's what i'm talking about that's that's exactly the value that i'm looking for what about you is that really it is that as good as it gets i certainly hope not Oh, man, am I hurting your feelings? Did I get in your business? Don't want to hear it? Yeah, it's fine. It doesn't really matter, right? I mean, what do I have to lose? The truth is the truth. The truth is you you wake up every day and you grind so you can earn money. And, and the only thing that matters is what you get for all of that effort. Are you getting to go snowboarding Friday, Saturday, and Sunday because you work your ass off all week? Or do you get to just go home and do more work because you work your ass off all week? You spend the next 30 years busting your butt so you can earn a retirement. What are you getting for it? Is it this big, amazing thing that you just can't wait to get there because it's so great? Or does it look just like maybe what your dad's doing or maybe your grandparents are doing and maybe everyone around you is doing? The good news is no matter what you're working for, you will face it long list of crap you have to do years and years of effort you you will do it anyway my only question to you is if you're going to work that hard for that long maybe you should take a minute and ask yourself am i really getting my money's worth out of this am i am i really going to be happy and, and excited and energized and be satisfied with all of my effort when i get to the end of this and i look back and i go wow that was a hell of a lot of work. Was it worth it? I don't know. I kind of cutting loose on you here. You know, it doesn't really matter. What's what? What people going to stop listening to it? The truth is the truth. 
If you're honest with yourself, you're waking up every day and you're doing a bunch of crap you have to do. And that's fine because that's what we all do. The question is, what are you getting for it? I mean, at the end of this year, what what are you going to have that you didn't have? How much better is your life going to be? How much more satisfied are you going to be with all of that effort? You know, when you're standing at the bottom of that mountain and you're getting ready to climb that 14, or are you going to get to the top at the end of this year and go, hell yeah, look what we did. Let's go some more. Or is it just going to be this slow grind year after year, swimming in debt, wishing you could, but knowing you can't because the choice you made isn't that inspiring. It really doesn't deliver what you were looking for. It's just, it's kind of the easy route. It's what... It's what everybody does. So, of course, that that probably makes it okay. I'm not even bashing on the house. We need a house. But the choices we make shouldn't consume our ability to make more choices. If you're making choices to the point that you are completely limited in your time, your money, and your, in your resources, your energy, maybe that's the problem. Of course, that's the only choice we have, and that's the choice we've been taught to go after. So that kind of makes it easy for us. The question is, are you truly getting the value for waking up every day, hating what you have to do, struggling to face what you have to do, and then doing it anyway? I hope so. You know, maybe I apologize if this seems a little offensive, but it's it's really true. The bottom line is you're running out of time just like I am, and... You know, just like that, the idea of someone showing up on Thursday night or calling you on Thursday night and saying, hey, let's go snowboarding, and you find the energy to do whatever you have to do to make that happen so you're ready when they pull up at 4 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. That's the kind of energy that's available to you. Those are the opportunities. Those are the choices that you can make in your life when you wake up every day and you have this thing you have to do, and you, you do it anyway. It can be something great. It can be something that actually inspires you and energizes you to the point you're like, hell yeah, I'll I'll work work my ass off all night to do that again. That's all I'm talking about. If you get that from the life you're already living, good for you. Congratulations. You've managed to get a good fit, whether by intentional thought or just by accident. Good for you. But the problem is, For a lot of us, it doesn't fit. For a lot of us, it is the easy path, the accepted path. And unfortunately, it doesn't have anything to do with who we are or what we want to experience in life. It's not too late. It is not too late. You're still drawing a breath in your lungs. You still have the opportunity to change something. Sit down, take a minute, take a look at your life and go... Hum, is this really as great as I want? More than that, when I look back and I'm sitting there on my deathbed, am I going to say, hell yeah, I would do that again? If you're honest with yourself, there's probably a pretty good chance if you had it to do all over again, you'd have picked a completely different path. What are you waiting for? Why don't you go for it? It's going to be hard work. It's going to be struggle. The good news is you'll do it anyway. Hey, I appreciate you guys showing up. I appreciate the shares, the likes. I'm not stopping. I'm just going to keep rolling with this because, I mean, it's a struggle. In my mind, I have this grandiose vision about how great this is going to be, how many people are actually going to say, wait a minute, do I really want to go in debt for that? Is that really going to add the value to my life that I deserve? That's the real question. Because regardless of what 
it is, regardless of what you face or the obligations you bring into your life. When it comes down to it, you're going to do it anyway. Hey, listen, until next time, I really appreciate you guys showing up. I will be around probably this weekend. I'll disappear for a while. I've got some things going on. I'm not going to do a podcast over the weekend. Um, let me ask you again, please, if you would. Don't forget to launch every action, every choice, every decision from a platform of kindness. I guarantee it will make your life better. And more than that, it'll make the world better. Until next time, my name is Chris Hawkes, and this is your best life defined.